set it on fire. The one place where CEOs like you and me get to be together, where we get to figure out how do we set the damn thing ablaze. Your business, your life, your money, team, company culture, and all of the things that allow us to build bigger, better, stronger. I'm so stupidly excited that you're here because every week I'm going to pull one of my dope-ass friends from around the world or someone who I admire to teach us how did they do it. The reality is that if they were able to do it, you can do it too. And you're more capable right now with what you have than you think. So let the shadow CEO step in and help you get to your next level. Oh, I'm so excited. Are you ready? all over the place. We are running multiple departments and every department has a need and a want and desire and a couple problems and things we've got to solve. And you're like, where do I put my time? I own all of the problems and I own all of the wins and I own all of the sections that the problems exist. We're going to go through the departments. The departments that matter. Now, there you might be in a company where you have micro departments, but I want to take broad strokes into where the house of the department will be. And then you and your personal company may have individual rooms, for example. So you might have fulfillment, right? Fulfillment is a department for me in my world. But fulfillment in our company might be fulfillment in audio, fulfillment in video, fulfillment, you might call it manufacturing. You see what I'm saying? So fulfillment is a broad stroke. Now, here are, the, here are the departments that should be under your belt right now and you should be paying attention to every single week. Number one, believe it or not, it's the vision. What is, what is your greatest purpose? Knowing what's happening ahead of time. Looking down the pipeline, looking down into the deep question of where are we going? What do we need to do to get there? What resources do we need? Who do we need? And where the hell do we find them? That's your job. The second thing or the second department is finance. Now, I don't have to say too much about this, but in this, you need an accountant and a bookkeeper and or you need some form of someone in the office who is helping you to help them. Number three, marketing. Now, these are not in order uh, of prioritization, like what's like what you should be focused on first. I'm going to talk about that after I go through the actual departments, because if these are not on your radar and you don't have checks and balances or have some way of peeking in the door and looking at that department, you're already in trouble. And I want to help you set this thing on fire and get your infrastructure and your back end as tight as it can be in the next 30 days. Hopefully, actually starting this very week. Marketing. Now, marketing, believe it or not, for me, I'm going to break this down into two departments. And uh, the reason why is because I want you to have mental clarity on what you should be looking at and for you to understand the difference between the two. Actually, I think I'll take another episode and talk about the difference between the two because it's one of my greatest ahas in the last decade. But number one is marketing. Number two is advertising. These are two different departments. Marketing is something we're doing all the time. Advertising is something we are doing specific to a thing. And understanding the difference between these two will probably save wherever you are right now and help you get to the next uh, set of revenue, the next dollar that'll put the cash that you need to get your mental sanity and get this world together. Next, fulfillment. Who is doing the things that you've sold? Who who is given the things that you are selling or, or have sold in the market? Who, where, what, um, whether it's software-based, not software-based, 
I just want to be transparent that fulfillment is a department and a world. Next is customer service. Customer service, vital, 911, most important on the block. Because if the people aren't happy, eventually you will go out of business. <laughs> That's kind of the word on the street. I'm going to say this next uh, department, believe it or not, is business development and growth. So I don't know where that fits for you, but business development and growth and opportunity is really, really important. So as long as you and I can segment these into a couple of different departments, you're going to be ahead of the game and ask yourself, okay, great. Now that I know the different departments I should have, what is most important and where do I focus my time? Prioritization. Here's what you can't let go of ever. You can let go of all the operational stuff. So you, if you're spending time in customer service, if you're spending too much time in operations and in front of you is a spreadsheet, chances are you're in the wrong seat. If you have a spreadsheet or checklist in front of you, your chances are you're in the wrong seat because the CEO's responsibility is to maintain the vision, to sit back in a chair and look way down the line and figure out how the hell do we get from here to there? I promise you there is nothing I do in a 24-hour, 48-hour period that is as, as important as me maintaining the vision and knowing where we're going and how we're going to get there. And if I know where we're going and how we're going to get there, then I can be the person who goes and collects or orchestrates the collection of the people and resources that we need and money and capital to go and get the thing or the vision built or executed. All right. What's after that? Believe it or not, this is probably going to throw you for a loop. Cash flow is probably the most important piece of every day because we live and die by our cash flow. What's flowing, what is not flowing. And as much as I have left this up to accountants and people who have helped me in the money space in general, I'm going to say that none of them superseded me being the one not to manage the money, but to look at the money. There's a difference. I really shouldn't be involved in bookkeeping and allocating this general ledger and putting this, which one hit the bank account, this, that. Can I look at them? Sure. But should I be the one to manage that flow? Absolutely not. And I don't care how small you feel, that's the first thing you got to get out of your hands and out of your seat or get it done. Now, for me, priority is anything that lets us go into the market and say, hello. Hello, traffic that is happening. We are over here on Fifth Street doing these amazing things in these streets, and you need to see that. Being the spokesperson, no, marketing. Marketing is a day-by-day -day play. It is not sometimes, it is not when the wind blows, it is not often, it is all the time. Marketing is a nine to five, and then five to nine, and then back to nine to five kind of a, a world. Um, you can hire a marketing manager, but you cannot duplicate your voice. You cannot manufacture your voice. Now, there's a big difference between your voice and the company's voice. And I do believe that each one should have a lane. In some of the companies I've owned, it is tough sometimes to find the right voice for what you guys do. And until you find the right voice to bring in the kind of lead that you need easily and cheaper, you should totally be the voice because your voice is strong enough to say to the market, oh no, let me tell you what we do and why we do it and why it's so amazing. You understand the industry. You know what your competitors are doing. You can talk to your competitors without calling them out, without being a jerk. You can also speak to the market and get people to get excited. 
If you don't get people excited about the company and the team that you've corralled it and what you guys have, who the hell's going to get excited? No one's going to get excited if you're not excited. If you walk in every day and you're like, oh, well, what we do, we're pretty good at what we do. What? What are you talking about? We're pretty good. Nobody pays me to be pretty good. If I'm pretty good, I'm going to be pretty broke. You see how that goes? If I'm going to be pretty good, I'm going to be pretty broke. Nobody's paying me to be pretty good. No one is paying me to be average. No one is coming to work for me because I am average. No one is coming to work for our company or our brand or anything that we touch because we're average. We're not doing that. Do you see what happened to Burger King? Like, I didn't even want to have to go there. But the truth is that Burger King could have led their perfect example of average and and not stepping up to the plate and owning their value. So I lived in Miami, Florida, where Burger King uh, has their headquarters, you know? And as a child, I remember all the time uh, seeing Burger King. My bro- I have a brother who ate Burger King often. And, you know, Burger King is just a part of your life way, way, way back then. Fast forward, the market gets divided because more people come to the, to the docket. Five guys get born and other hamburger places step up to the plate. Shake Shack comes around and now you have people who step into the plate, they enter the market and they're charging twice as much for a hamburger. Wildest thing ever is that in my opinion, Burger King has a hand on the market I mean, for crying out Jehoshaphat, they're called Burger King for crying out loud. If anybody has the right to sell a burger, it's the people who claim to be the king. But then they messed around and they started pussyfooting around what, if it's a burger, is it a chicken sandwich? Is it a this or is it a that? And before we knew it, you had five guys in Shake Shack that looked at that and went, huh. And you know what they did? Not only did they enter the market and take part of the market share, but they also entered the market and they charged twice the amount of money. Do you know that it's almost 10 bucks for a burger from Shake Shack and there is a line? $10 for a burger? You know how they could do it? Because they're like, we have the best ingredients. This is the best hamburger and you're going to pay for it. While Burger King is over here slapping EBT things on their on the front of their building. I was like, wait a second, what are we talking about right now? You talk about the fact that you have lost your place in the market. You lost your place in the market because you stopped identifying your hamburger, your product, and your company as the best in the market. And so you went for average. And what happened is that you had people like me who needed to feed a family of five, could easily drop 50, 60, 70 dollars. You had people like me leave your, the space because I no longer had the perception that they were the leaders in the market or that where they were amongst the leaders in the market for Burger King, for burgers, because they were messing around playing average and doing average behavior and average things. Why? Number one mistake CEOs make right now is they either A, so either you're either in this boat, okay? Uh, you're either A, you are... Uh, putting too much emphasis on other products and services that actually don't have anything to do with your core offer and it is muddying the waters and it is confusing people and it is weakening your core offering or your core product. That's either A. Two, you are not owning your value publicly. And if you're not owning your your value publicly, your employees, your team people, your salespeople are not able to own your value privately. That's not going to happen. If you can't do this thing publicly, there is no way to do this properly privately because the public perception comes before the private conversation in sales. 
The public perception comes before the private interaction in sales. The marketing comes before sales. I either read something, I saw something, even if they're just sitting inside of the waiting room waiting to see you, they read a little pamphlet, they looked down and saw some quotes. I was at my dentist's office with my kids the other day, and it was a new one in Arizona. And I remember thinking to myself, how did we end up here? This is a strange looking place. This is different than the dentist's office I go to. And all I saw again was on the wall, a bunch of people saying that we're the best. And then above it, it said such and such dental practice. We are the best in uh, Arizona and Phoenix or Maricopa County. And I was like, I know that's right. Tell the people. That's how I ended up here. You guys said that you were the best. And I went, whoa, I want to be with the best dentist, please. And so somehow I found my way to become a client. I never asked them the price. I never tried to get them to compete with the price that I had before. I didn't verify with the insurance what my copayment would be. I just showed up to the appointment, whoever I believed to be the best to solve the problems I had for me and my family. And I willingly paid the whole thing, the whole damn thing. The whole damn thing. I want you to be the same way in your business. I want you to own the value of it and ask yourself, what are my scheduled ways of communicating to my team, my very first customer and employee, how we're the best, the ways that that you're the best? One of the things that I recently implemented for our production team is Monday morning meetings. It sounds stupid, but all you all you need is a time to gather to reinforce and to repeat either what's happening, not happening, but to repeat, this is the vision, this is what we're doing. Now, in previous businesses that I've owned, absolutely, they were structured. I had handouts, I had notes in the morning, and I'll talk about how to run an effective meeting somewhere in some podcast. I promise you I'm going to cover that. But The truth is that it's a scheduled time. And for the most part, I stick to the time. Now, a buzzer does not go off. I'm notorious for being 16 minutes late. But what I don't do is I don't leave it to chance because I need to take the time to say, this is the vision, this is what we're doing, and this is what we're going. And we are the best. Just the other day, I was like, man, we have an offer that just doesn't work for me in the production company. And I've been working with that awesome team trying to figure out, like, what do we do? Do we drop the thing? Do we leave it? The customers love it. But on on my PL, I don't love it. And so I'm like, the customers love it. We enjoy it. And but on this PL, this does not work for me. What do we do? Do we charge twice the amount of money? Do we let it go? All these ideas flying around. But the truth is that I needed to start the conversation as we explored the win together as a team. I needed to explore this thing by saying and stating and making it clear. What we do is amazing. Our work is amazing. It is, we are not the problem. We are amazing. You are amazing. You are amazing. Now, do we need to improve some things? Sure. Do we need to have a little bit tighter um, guards on our time and resources and how we respond? Sure. But I know that our team is amazing. So I can't just think about it. I can't just keep this to myself. I can't just put this on the back burner. No, I need to breathe it and live it. This is what allows us to walk in. You know, for an example, um, it allows us to walk in and have me have the confidence to go, no, this is the price. This is the price of what we're charging because I know the value on the other end. And I know on the other end, you'll just get some audio or product. I know here we're going to solve all of the problems. You're going to be done. 
And you're going to invite me to your baby shower. It's just that simple. And that's what I'm looking for. I'm not looking to sell someone something, whether it's a little product to someone in another country, or it is a $100,000 offer in which they're flying into our city. I absolutely do not want to not know them 10 years from now, which means that I need to be in the front of making sure that we are serving them at our highest ability. My transparency right out of the gate that says, hey, by the way, we are not perfect. So even though you've spent all this money, just know there are humans on the other side of this thing and we're going to do everything in our power to get it right. And you have my word that I'm going to be right there, whether in person or with the people, team, or processes that I've put in place to make sure that you are off into the moon and that I'm invited to the baby shower, the wedding, and to go see the grandkids. You get it? I don't want to be left out and one of them mess around and win, win a Grammy. I'm trying to be in the front row. Be clear on your connection to the value of what it is that you are putting out into the market and isolating these departments, whether you write it down on a sheet of paper and you start by saying, these are the departments of my company and grading yourself. Like that's the easiest way for you to start the party. Grade yourself, scale of A to F. Are you guys winning the game in marketing or are you a C? And this grading system is easy because then you can take it to the team. Then you can take it to your manager. Like for me, I take it straight to one of our managers. I'm like, hey, okay, this is the grade that I've given this thing. How do we make it better? How do we improve? This is going to allow you to buy time for people who are thinking of leaving, for ways that you haven't shown up, for you had something happen with payroll and you can't pay everybody. I have been there. Like it is what it is. But your heart and your transparency of trying to, not trying, of of fighting to get it better, to make it work, to make it delicious. Because I don't want to just create an environment where everything just works. No, I want everything to thrive, including the people who are there. But I can't do it if we're all not winning together. And we can't all win together if I don't sit down and start by grading. Where the, what, what grade? In these departments. And then once I figure out what our grade is, and I'm like, oh, we have an F there. Woo! If we have an F in this department, then that means I need to go seek help, pay for help, borrow help, barter help. No, I'd rather you not barter too much because some of you mess around and barter with your cousins, uncles, nephews, grandfather who was retired from the army, who, you know, who used to do spreadsheets 45 years ago. And then you'd be like, oh, I got a person. The answer is no. Stop using Ray Ray and Pookie. Stop using the people them. Just focus and sit down and get real help and pay for the help pay for the help. And if you're like, I don't know where to pay for help in that department, come and let us help you. I'd be happy to. All right. So grade your department, get a department, figure out where the hell we are, figure out where the hell we are, where are we sucking? And know that if you're sitting in a cash flow place, marketing and advertising those two departments, they go first. Wasn't that ridiculous? Isn't it wild to think that that person is made of the same thing that you and I are? Which means that you are just as capable of setting your business, your life on fire right now. But you know what it starts with? Action. And you know when that action starts? Now. This very week. Here's what I know. Somewhere inside of you is something you have not done, something that you know you need to do and a place that you need to dive in deeper. I ask only that you do it right now. And if you're like, Tiffany, I don't know what to do. I need a little help. That's okay. You're going to do one of these three things next. Either one, you're filling on an application so that you and I can figure out how do we work together. 
two, if you're like, Tiffany, I just got a quick question for that amazing guest you have on, chances are I've got their cell phone number in my phone. And if you leave me a question or a comment somewhere, I promise you I will find it. And more importantly, I'll get that question answered for you and hit reply. Third, if nothing else, you are saying to yourself, I'm so excited and you're pressing save and subscribing to make sure that you are with us again.